Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring a very special guest, Symmetra Tour player, Ingrid Gutierrez-Nunez. Ingrid, thank you so much for coming on. Hello, Dylan. Thank you so much for the for the invite. I'm really excited for this uh, for this yeah. podcast, and uh, I'm just really excited to talk with you guys. Yeah, definitely, and I'm I'm so so excited to you know for everybody to kind of get to know you and your story, and because every golfer has a story. So we'll get straight into the first question: Where are you from, and how'd you get into the game of golf? Okay, well, I'm from uh, Morelos, which is two hours south of Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually really weird uh, how it started because no one pretty much in my family played golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and in Mexico, um, all the or the people that I knew that played golf, it was because, I don't know, their gar- grandparents played and, right, know, right. and they started when they were like five, you know? Right, yeah. Well, and I yeah. started when I, was, when I was 10. So it was kind of oh, like okay. yeah. a, a little older, you know, than everybody. Uh-huh. And, um, and yeah, so uh, we, we used to live in a city uh, mm-hmm. like 30 minutes away from where I live now and okay. uh, due to security reasons we had to move and uh, we moved to another to a place that had a golf course and uh, All right. and that's pretty much the only thing you can do here <laughs> <laughs> go to school and uh-huh. go to the golf course there so, you go uh, so it's a beautiful place I'm, I'm actually really lucky to end up here um, mm-hmm. when I told my parents my cousin started playing and that's how like he introduced me to the game oh um, awesome Awesome. Yeah, and uh, and I told my parents that I wanted to do this, and they were kind of like, uh, like I don't know, like this, <laughs> what kind of sport is this? Like, you uh-huh, know, right, right. Uh, they didn't kind of like understand that, but I was like, I begged them for them. Uh, I begged them to buy me my first clubs, and they they said, okay, yeah, let's do this. And then I was like, yeah, I want to go and play tournaments. I want to earn a scholarship. I want to do all this. Yeah. And yeah. uh, and they said, yeah, of course. I mean, we're gonna help you, and that's how. That's we awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, to have that support system. I've had many guests come on where you know your parents, they, they'll you know they're obviously gonna love you and do everything they could possibly can for you, and that's great. That and that's I like you started later on. You know, ten years old. You know, kind of talk about what was it like growing up and playing junior golf in Mexico. I mean, kind of I love to hear about that. Well, it was pretty bad. Was it? Okay. <laughs> I okay. Was not, not great. Uh-huh. Um, I started being a little better when I was, I don't know, like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. But yeah. still, like, I wasn't, I wasn't there because, um, I don't know, I guess uh, it was new for my parents. It was new for me. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't yeah. have, like, the entire structure of, like, how is it to be, like, to go to the gym. Like, mm-hmm. I, right, I right. Guess, like, the first time I went to a gym was, I don't know, even in college. Or maybe uh-huh. maybe when I was like in um in high school at the end, but yeah, I mean right. I was thin, really thin uh-huh. little girl, you know. So yeah. um we didn't we didn't have that structure like you know in the big cities where they right. where, where they have like the influence of other people that already went to turn pro or went to the mm-hmm. to other yeah. uh, places to uh to study and everything. And we didn't have that, but I was really lucky to have um my my first well not my first coach but the coach that made my swing and everything was mm-hmm. uh jorge gomez and okay. uh he he he's the one that like took me when i was i don't know maybe 12 
and until I was 18. So wow. uh, thanks to him, I was yeah. able to go to, um, to the University of New Mexico. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I think that the tournaments in Mexico are really high level mm-hmm. um, as, as juniors. And um, they, made, they, they made a really good job at, um, at taking, like if you, if you did well in national tournaments, then they uh-huh. will take you outside, you know, like oh, to play, gotcha. to play, yeah. to play in, the, in the States or even, mm-hmm. even to another, to another uh, yeah. country, like, uh, I don't know, uh, South America or, um, well, Europe sometimes or Asia, That's you know, so like, cool. it's awesome. That's it, amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. So I was, I was actually really lucky to, um, to send, I, I was, I think I, I won a few tournaments uh, my second year of mm-hmm. high school and well, for you guys will be the third and um and 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 that that was actually really helpful because i went to to play in the states i did actually really good that summer Mm -hmm. and that's how i got my scholarship so i mean in a way it was also because of of uh junior golf in mexico yeah that's amazing and you know you touched on you 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 obviously committed and went to the university of new mexico kind of talk about how did that process start? You know, was there an agency you kind of went through or did they just no. kind of come to you or? No, it's, it's, a, it's actually like how I said that I play okay. tournaments in the, in the States Got and Got that's it. how they recruit, recruit you. Like they go, mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of coaches go there yeah. and like, Watch I don't know, tournaments. like in the world, you know, Callaway, oh, and yeah. yep. Plains, you know, yep. um, gotcha. uh, I don't know. There was another tournament in Las Vegas that I won. And uh, mm-hmm. they, they go and watch a lot of the players. I mean, a lot right. of good players. And right. uh, by any, uh, by chance, my coach uh, started following me. And I was like, she was like, I want you in my team. Yeah, and, all right. And that was awesome. I had other, uh, other uh, offers, uh, but mm-hmm. I feel like the one that made me um, more comfortable and more excited to be a part right. of was uh, University of New Mexico. Yeah. And I love to hear, you know, why did, why did it feel so comfortable to you? I mean, I know you said you had other offers from other schools. I mean, was there something that really stood out about, stood out about the University of New Mexico? Well, I, I did some research about it. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to study engineering, but it was not wow. because of that. Uh, it was because of, um, I saw the level of school and the level of golf and it was, it was pretty good. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I feel like if I get a degree from here, it's going to be a good degree, you know, of and course, if right, I get right. a, and, and the, and the, and the facilities and the, and the team is great. So yeah. I think that I, I, I was doing a great decision over there. And I don't know, at the end, I mean, um, if I would have gone to another school, it would have been awesome as well, probably because uh-huh. all schools yeah. are great, but I feel like in this one, I felt pretty comfortable with the coach as well. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I guess I took a leap uh, of faith and it was, it was actually one of well, the best decisions I've, I've ever made. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be where you are today. I mean, who knows what would have happened if you would have went, you know, different school, like you said, right. it could have been amazing as well, but you know, you just never know. Yeah, but no, no. Um, yeah. And I think I'd like to kind of talk about your years at university of New Mexico. I mean, how were they in your eyes from your point of view, your four years that you spent there kind of talk about how those years went along over there. Well, it was, it was awesome. The first two, day, two years. Um, so the first year I didn't really have a co- like swing coach. So mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I, I was doing okay, but it was, I mean, I was a, I was a r- rookie. I was a freshman. Yeah. Um, 
um, school was all right. I didn't speak good English or okay. English at all. <laughs> oh, okay. So, wow, well, you're you're pretty good at it. Wow, I would never. Well, guess after that. a few years, it, yeah, of it course, be a little right. better. <laughs> uh <-huh. Yeah. laughs> but but yeah, before it was it was really really pretty bad. Like, and I didn't do accents, so if someone would like come to me with you know like a different like for example my my, my assistant coach she was from hawaii i would understand oh yeah that she would say. Uh -huh. and uh, i mean it was not and it's not a hard accent you know yeah um, but still it's just different for you yeah it's just yeah. different so it was it was really hard for me to adapt uh, to that at the beginning the first mm -hmm. two to three months uh, right. but then i was studying engineering so it was not that bad in the uh, in the in the courses that I was taking, it was not that hard because at the end, I mean, math is math everywhere, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, at the end, uh, I actually studied in a great high school that gave me the entire material that I needed to know in order to get into a in, into a university in them mm -hmm. in the United States and be able awesome. to succeed there. So the first two years, I feel like I already saw it in high school because it was the the level oh, was amazing. Right. Yeah, yeah, so that was great. Um, and then on my second year, I started working with uh, Horacio Morales, which is my course, my, my coach right now. Okay. And I mean, it just, it was just a, a change. Like it changed a lot the way I practiced, the way I, my swing was. Yeah. Uh -huh. So um. So that was just amazing. I did great that year. Uh, but then uh, the third year, it was just really hard. Like normally junior year for like all the all the the courses and everything is harder. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I did felt it. Like I, I did feel it. It was it was really hard for um, for an engineering student. Yeah. And then to be a student athlete yeah. was actually harder. Oh, no kidding. Um, I couldn't imagine that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was just I just was, a couple of my friends are engineering their engineering majors, but they don't play golf. And I mean, it just sounds like it'd be hard enough. I couldn't imagine balancing both like you're like you did. That's amazing. It was yeah, it was it was pretty hard. But I was I had a really good group of friends over there in engineering. Awesome. And yeah, they were awesome. Like they always helped me in, in uh, like if I miss because I will miss class sometimes. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, they will always help me out in uh, and like, yeah, we're going to help you. Like we're going to teach you how, how to do this, you know, like that's because amazing. At the end, if they like give you the homework or whatever, like it doesn't work out. In right. Yeah. So, like, it, no, no. Like, you need to understand it you need to understand it to pass, you know? Mm -hmm. So, oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, uh, I guess I was pretty lucky to, to encounter this type of, this, this, uh, these friends and, and yeah, the third year, I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty good actually golf wise. I qualified as, uh, uh, for regionals individually and, mm -hmm. um, uh, also my second year, I think. And I think it, it was good, but at the end, I mean, it was so hard to do to be able to finish a degree and then uh, and, and and do golf. But I mean, yeah. I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change. I think I would. I think I uh, I definitely will go back and do it again. And uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Like, yeah, no, that's amazing. That I mean, like I said, that's just brutal to do engineering and golf at the same time at a Division One level because. Like you said, you're traveling so much. Your schedule is so jam packed. And mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's I, I applaud you for doing that. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, it was yeah. it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and you know, as your years kind of went on, I just have some stats here for you. You know, your freshman year scoring average seventy eight point one nine thirty four. You know, season best of sixty nine at Mountain West Championship. 
you know, like you said, any first year for any college person is going to be, it's going to be a tough year, you know, and I'm sure you have a level of golf you want to play at. So you went to sophomore year and, you know, scoring average went down to, you know, 73.55. That's amazing. That's right. big improvement there. And then yeah. your junior year, you kind of stayed about the same. And then senior year, you finished Mountain West Conference first, uh, first team. I mean, that's amazing award to get right there. I mean, kind of talk about as your years were coming to an end in college, what, what was the plan? Did you have anything in mind after college? Was professional golf in the conclusion in the conclusion or yes yeah okay. I wanted to turn pro um so because my parents didn't pay for my education um uh, uh-huh. those four That's years because I earned that scholarship and um well they they saved some money and they helped mm-hmm. me out the first year so they were mm-hmm. like okay you really want to do this we're gonna do it and we're gonna make oh, an gosh. effort to, to help yeah. you so, um, so that's how it started. And, uh, and yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, since I was little, I always, I always knew I wanted to become pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, you know, well, any not having to play for your college, that's obviously huge help, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it's so interesting, you know, women's professional golf. I love watching it. And I've had a couple, you know, gals on here that are, um, you know, I've had a couple college players that are looking to turn professional and I've had some professional ladies on and, you know, I like to kind of talk about how have your years been playing, uh, playing professional golf? How is it compared from division one golf to professional golf? What would you say the biggest differences are? Com- completely different. I mean, mm-hmm. being an amateur and being a professional is just two bigger, two different things. Um, mm-hmm. mentality wise, um, everything like it's just, it's yeah. just, it's just different. And, um, um let's see like my first year as a professional i i i thought like okay i i came i came from like four years of being an engineer where um mm-hmm. one plus one is two yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then you came to goal where um uh-huh. it doesn't matter how hard you tried at the end yeah. if you're not if your mind is not silent if your mind mm-hmm. is not you know like right. present you're not yeah. going to do it if it doesn't right. matter the technique is great Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't understand that my my parents and I wouldn't understand that you know we'll be like uh, how come like and then uh, I it's my first year like I should be like doing like, like doing really good like right right fine, you know and um, and because we saw like I had talent but that was not enough you know and yeah. uh, and then my coach kind of like intervened there and he was like okay well you spent four years actually studying in a college. Right. And while other people um, that didn't get like as harder, not hard, not hard, but as demanding degrees, mm-hmm. um, well, they were actually working on on, on golf, you know. Um, right, and, of course. Uh, and 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 then I kind of like that kind of gave me a little more of uh, peace. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. and and he was like, everybody has their own process. You have your own process, and you just have to like really be be happy with it and mm-hmm. trust it and yeah. everything will will like align to what you want yeah. to do if you're doing things right and he said like as long as you're doing things right it will it will come like to you just exactly just stay exactly. patient i mean just keep exactly. doing what you're doing just keep doing what you're doing like you said very talented golfer and it, it, just keep on working at it and it, it eventually you'll get to where you want and mm-hmm. just Tell me a little bit what it's been like competing on the Symmetra Tour. And obviously you want to work towards being on the LPGA Tour. Right. Kind of what, what has that grind been like on the Symmetra Tour? What are, you know, what are the events like competing with all those ladies out there? Well, they're awesome. I mean, 
the Symmetra tour, it's a really hard tour because mm-hmm. I mean, we go to a places that are like really far away from like big cities. So it's kind of right. hard to go there and mm-hmm. it's a little expensive to go there. Um, oh, yeah. The good the good part is that a lot of people are super nice that they open the, uh, the doors of their home. And right. And they kind of host you guys. Yeah. yeah, they host us, and uh, I mean, it's just that's just amazing, you know. And yeah. um, and I, I mean, the Symmetra tour has improved a lot. Uh, has in, raises their their purses a lot um, mm-hmm. through the years. And uh, right now, um, I mean, the tournaments are pretty good. It can be better. It should be better. I it mean, should be guys, better. Definitely, you guys be are better. doing. Like the corn fairy, like has mm-hmm. way more upwards of an from us, but right. I mean, I mean, it should be better. But I mean, the level it's just really high because a lot of yeah. people from the LPGA sometimes they go and play for Symmetra, you know. Exactly. There's people that don't have, I mean, women's golf and LPGA, it's like it's really hard because there's only a hundred cars that are secure. Right. So, you if you're not doing well, you don't have the complete status, then you have to go to Symmetra. And, mm-hmm. uh, and to keep playing, you know, to yeah. uh, or or either gain the the the, the full card through Symmetra or kind of like uh, try to like be um like be on on the road for a little while and then mm-hmm. get into the uh, like get into a tournament of the LPGA yeah. and try to make trying it, to, you know? just trying to get some starts, yeah, exactly trying to get some starts. So it's really hard. Um, and I mean, the level, it's just as, as, as good as any other tour, you know, like if right. there's people that, um, I mean, over there, you don't win with, with, I don't know, five under, no, yeah. over no. there you win with uh, like 17 under or 20 under. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So, uh, I think it's great. The level is awesome. And, uh, I think that it prepares you real well for the LPG. Yeah. I think I, like you said, you know, I wish. I wish kind of the the pr- the prize money and everything for Symmetra Tour was kind of the level of Corn Fair because it, it no matter no there's no way around it it's the best ladies in the world that are playing on not only Symmetra Tour LPJ Tour but like you said LPJ Tour players can lose their status and they have to go back and play on the Symmetra oh, Tour yeah. and it just makes it even more competitive I mean it's mm-hmm. it's the best ga- it's the best ladies in the world playing on both tours and you know I think that's it's just amazing watching, you know, not ladies like yourself. And I've had a couple others that have, you know, played on Symmetra tour. And I love hearing just kind of their experiences on Symmetra tour, because I just so much respect for anybody that goes and, and you know, gives it all they have on, on a tour like that. And, you know, I, I, I wish you nothing but the best on making it to the LPGA tour. I'm sure you will. And um, just mm-hmm. a tournament that you've played in and you just got done playing in the women's U S open at Olympic club. Kind of tell me about the process of, you know, qualifying for that event. That's a, I mean, you're probably one of your first majors kind of talk about that experience in that tournament. That was awesome. I mean, it's just yeah. a great experience. I qualified for the U S open my first year as a, as a professional as well. Got it. Okay. And, uh, and I mean, at the end, both, both times I didn't pass the cut and, uh-huh. um, but the difference from last time to this time yeah. is that um, last time I just it just made me smaller, you mm-hmm. know. Like I was like, wow, because I had that mentality that I mm-hmm. needed to play as good as them, you know. And I right. needed to like, uh, if I practice, I need to do good, you know. And mm-hmm. but now I just feel like I mean the process is way different. I understand yeah. it a little better, and and yeah. I feel like this time I learned so much. I, it was a shame that 
my putting was terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, it's gonna happen. That's golf. That's golf. <laughs> yeah, that's go- exactly that's golf. And um, I actually played the course great. Um, it was really hard course. It was just yeah. Really I was watching it. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was. I mean, yeah. the first day that I got there, like Monday. I mean, I saw the rough, like, well, or actually, I tried to get my ball out of the rough, and I was like, "What am I gonna do?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, hacking it out of there. Yeah, it's yeah, brutal. Like, I finished playing nine holes, and I told my coach, "Okay, so what is the plan?" Because <laughs> so what's the I mean, plan? Yeah, this is so hard. Like, what am yeah. I gonna do? I was so so stressed out about it. But oh, then through the through the week, I mean, I started to it started to be a little better, you know, like to mm-hmm. get to know the court, and I actually feel like I played it really well, and. Yeah. Uh, and that gave me a lot of confidence. Uh, that actually gave me a uh, good. Um, That's great. Uh, yeah, it gave me a lot of confidence that I, I have the game to be competing against the the best the best women in the world. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Donato is sponsored by our friends over at Future Champions Golf. Future Champions Golf is a leader in junior golf player development, no matter the player's skill level. The amount of opportunity and competition they give junior golfers in numerous states is nothing like I've ever seen. Not only is the competition top-notch, but they always have college coaches in attendance recruiting players. If you want to sign up your junior golfer to be a part of the organization, check them out on Instagram at Future Champions Golf or go to their website at futurechampionsgolf.com. Yeah, and it's it's only going to make you a better player getting those experiences playing in tournaments like that and playing conditions like that. I mean, it's it's going to make you think, you know, a whole nother way, maybe to hit some you know chip shots from thick rough. I was watching it on TV, and I mean, unless you got an absolutely perfect lie, it was you know you were going to be you know fifteen feet, twenty feet for a, a par. Oh yeah, exactly. That's brutal. Yeah. And those greens yeah. aren't very big either. I mean, I've oh I've no, they were not big. Yeah. Yeah. I've caddied just for a guy out there one time. And I mean, that's, it's no joke out on Olympic club. That's a very serious golf course. Yeah. But it's, an, it's an amazing golf course. I think oh, that is, that's just like really like what it's golf is about, you know, like it doesn't matter how you, how, how far you hit it. It doesn't matter no. how oh no like perfect you hit it. It's, it's mm-hmm. at the end, it comes out when you miss it, how you do. Right. Or yes. how, how you get out of that situation. So, um, it, it was, it was awesome. It was one of the probably like, yeah, definitely one of the best experiences of my, my life. That's amazing. And yeah, I like to kind of, kind of hear about what was your preparation like going into a U.S. U.S. open and maybe preparation. Yeah. uh Yeah. So I played, actually, I came back from uh, five weeks in a row. Um, my body was just like, I went to the fishier today and he was like, like, what, what were you doing? <laughs> like <laughs> your, your body is just destroyed. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I played a qualifier for the U S open. And mm-hmm. then I went to, I had three symmetric tournaments in a row and wow. those three tournaments in, in my opinion, I think I, I, I messed up. I feel like I should have skipped one, um, okay especially like one before the US Open to be a little gotcha. more like yeah. calm and, and, and fix the little, the little details that were a little bad because I was putting already bad. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I should have gone, come back and talk with my coach, you know, and, gotcha. and okay. what I was doing wrong. Uh, at the end, I mean, um, I did it. I, it could have yeah. gone, it could have been better, but I mean, uh, I, I, I remember the last week um, my coach was like, okay, well, you, ha- you need to prepare yourself for what you're going to play this week. 
and mm-hmm. what you're gonna play next week right so i was hitting some shots with faith uh we drove because he said like with lights because um, right i mean yeah. olympic clubs like that olympic club yeah you're never gonna have a flat lie out there never exactly <laughs> so uh i needed to do all these kind of like uh preparations for the for the open yeah. but Definitely. uh yeah yeah, that's how I did it. That's amazing, you know, and and I, like you said, you really needed to prepare yourself to hit those different shots because, like you said, I mean, Olympic Club is not flat. You know, it's it's not a very long course, but still, it's about where you miss it. You know, I'm, I'm glad that yeah. you brought that up and the way you kind of, you know, you get your up and downs and everything. So I think that's – Olympic Club, if anybody can get out to that golf course, it's amazing out there. And that's just awesome that, you know, that you were able to get out there and compete and, you know – maybe the preparation like you said you maybe should have took a week off but you'll do it you just do it next year you'll do it next year you'll be good <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly sure. um so i mean what does an off week look like for you i mean i know you have all the preparation that you do for your five weeks kind of you what what does it look like whenever you have an off week do you have kind of outlets that you try and get away that kind of maybe get you a little way away from the game of golf Yes, definitely. So it, it really depends on how many weeks you've been in the road. But mm-hmm. right now, because it, it was five, <laughs> well, yeah, five you have to, yeah. you need to listen to your body as well. So, I mean, if I'm tired and I need to actually recover, it's at least three days that you need to, yeah, um, you need to give yourself, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I give myself from Monday to Wednesday to actually recover and, um, I don't do exercise or anything. And then on Thursday, yeah, I kind of like, I start everything. Although if, if it's only like three weeks or two weeks, then I give myself until like Tuesday. And then gotcha. on, on Wednesday, okay. like I, I'm like, like working and, and working out and being at the, at the course with my coach and everything. Definitely. And, uh, but yeah, like whenever I'm in Mexico city with my coach, I mean, we practice from like, I don't know, uh, if, it, if I go in the morning, it's like from 8, 8, 8, 8 a.m. to like, I don't know, 3 or 4. And if mm-hmm. I go like at the end, like um, at night, well, not at night, but like in the middle of the day, we'll be like maybe from 11 to like 5. Yeah. So it's um, it's a hard day. Like it's a long day that we are practicing right. over there. But mm-hmm. plus exercise, you know, plus gym. Yeah. So yeah. it's. It, it's pretty hard and and for that you also need to manage your recovery because there are some days some some weeks that i'm just like like working work working and and then like you get to a tournament i'm like i cannot move you know (laughs) you're tired exactly you're tired so you cannot you cannot do that as well so you need to know yourself like it it, it's really different every week you need to be really honest with what you like not not be like okay i'm tired i don't want to go and to be lazy like mm-hmm. there's a fine right. line between being lazy and listening to your body. So, of course. Um, of course. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. You, you, like you said, you got to listen to your body because, you know, playing that many weeks in a row, that many rounds, that many golf shots, if you really break it down, I mean, it, it's exhausting. And not only for regular tournaments, but I mean, you played, you know, a U.S. Open in those kind of conditions. I mean, that's, that can really take a toll on you. So I think that's great to, uh, like you said, listen to your body and just have a couple of days to recover. Yeah. To recover. And also to like, think uh, something else about golf. Like my boyfriend right. helped me out with that. Like, I just like go with him to like whatever he's doing. And like, I yeah. don't think about golf, like, and it's, uh, it's pretty nice as well. Or go with my family to see my grandparents or, you know, like 
So mm-hmm. something really different that has nothing to do with this. And that gives me a little bit of peace, you know? So or, or yeah. there's some days, like literally, there are some days that I just like go in my room and like, I don't want to talk with anybody. I just want to be in my bed and watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah, know? definitely. So, yeah. I mean, you just got to be really honest with what you, what you need. Definitely. I completely agree. And, you know, what are, what are some goals that you have for yourself in the next couple of years? I mean, do you have, you know, maybe two years that you kind of have some goals you'd like to, you have set for yourself, maybe for this season to finish up, maybe next season as well? Um, well, the goal is to finish top 10 to earn my car yeah. for next year for LPG. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I don't finish top 10, then it's finished uh, in the top 35 in order to go to Q school to stage mm-hmm. three, stage three and well, earn my car over there. Yeah. But right. yeah, I mean, right now that's the goal. Um, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much what I'm thinking right now. Um, yeah. Definitely. And like I said, you know, I wish you nothing but the best. I'm sure you're going to give everything that you possibly got. And, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see on TV one day, not only at the women's U S open, but on the LPJ tour every week, that'll be really fun. That would but, be awesome. Yeah. So heading to the next segment of the show, I just like to ask just kind of some for fun questions here, just to, you know, all related, mostly related to golf, but what the first one I have for you is what would your dream foursome be? Do you have kind of people that maybe really inspired you as you grew up playing golf or maybe family or something like that or friends? I think it would be, well, Lorena, Lorena Otoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. She yeah. has to be there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Am I one of the persons in the, in the foursome or, or it's like a foursome uh, yeah. and then you, you would be one oh, of the person. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So okay, basically so three, Lorena. yeah, three people. Lorena is there. Yeah. Tiger course, yeah. Woods. Tiger would yeah. to be there as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And the next one, I don't know. I think it would be um just to just for fun, maybe yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's a great force in there. You know, like you say, I have a lot of people that you know they Tiger Woods, the greatest of all time. Lorena Ochoa, of course, she's the you know great one of the greatest ladies ever to play. And then Michael Jordan, that's great foursome you have there. I love that. <laughs> that would um, be cool. Yeah. For so for not only the lady golfers, but golfers who are looking to turn pro, do you have any advice for them? Maybe there's kind of something that you learned maybe just over the couple, you know, the years you've played pro, maybe some advice you have for people out there. For people out there, um to well, the first advice is that the only advice that I will give everybody is that do not compare yourself with anybody else and mm-hmm. to just trust your own process and uh, uh, be comfort- comfortable with what you're doing. If you mm-hmm. if they're taking you to a, to the right direction, it doesn't matter. Like the, the, the way to success, it's not a straight line. It's, right. um, it's ups and downs, but it goes to, um, to the to a one way you know so just definitely trust, trust your process yeah love that i love that it, it, it kind of relates you know just don't forget the kind of player you are i mean you, you're you're an outstanding player yourself and i'm sure i i have i just recorded with a you know young man isaiah salinda and you know whenever he goes through a bad slump he just remember you know remember the kind of golfer you are and the kind of person you are and you know the skill level that you have so i think that can kind of relates to what you're saying there i love that you said that hmm. So what's something do you feel like is overlooked on, you know, maybe Symmetra Tour, LPJ Tour, or just women's golf in general? Overlooked? Um, maybe how hard the life it is. 
Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not really simple to just be away from no. home for like definitely not. I don't know six to to eight weeks sometimes. You know, so yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm really lucky that I live in Mexico, so I can come back whenever I want and yeah. whenever there's enough week. But there's, I mean, my friends they're from Europe. And I mean, it's not that hard to go, like not that easy to go there every right. off week, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and they, they spend, I don't know, months without seeing their family. And no that's, kidding, just, yeah. that's just like, it requires you a lot of mental health, you know, like mm -hmm. a lot of mental peace and rest. And, yep. uh, and just being at your home, at your safe place, that, that, that gives you it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that a lot of people don't realize how, um, what kind of life it is, you know, and that you go to to really good places, and that and that's awesome. But sometimes, like, um, you go alone, you know. And no I mean, in Sumatra, like, I, I mean, we don't have caddies all the time, so the budget is kind of tight, and mm -hmm. everything gets a little more tight, and you have to uh, drive that many hours and stuff. So right. a lot of people don't realize the like the actual. Plus, you have to like you you have to work really hard on uh, on on golf and everything, but don't realize the hard work outside that. So, or the all the ex, um, not sacrifices, but that you have to do, but like the little efforts that you have to do everywhere. Of course, I mean, yeah, there's a huge effort. Not only, like you said, to not only go out there and play the best you can, but just to manage your schedule and to make sure mm -hmm. you you know you arrive at tournaments at the right time and give yourself enough time to prepare for the tournaments. I think that's. Yeah. That's great, great advice for people out there. Kind of what's the coolest thing you've been able to experience or have access to from playing professional golf on the semester tour, would you say? Hmm. Well, one, it's that they have met so many great people in the, yeah. tour. you know, like golfers and non-golfers. They mm -hmm. are just um, like I've met really interested people, interesting people um, yeah. that I don't know, like. I, I've been able to get along with people like with different uh, religions or different political views, you know, and mm -hmm. I've been able to be comfortable with all of them, you know, because at the end yeah. they're, they're nice people and they just want to help. So I think that that's one of the biggest things that Symmetra has gave me that being that adaptability uh, to all the circumstances that you have. Definitely. And I, I think that's amazing. Like you said, you're getting to know a lot of different cultures, different kind of, you know, different religions of people. And I mean, it's just, we're all human at the end of the day, you know, and they all want to, they all, like you said, they all want to just play golf like you want to do. And uh, I think that's amazing that you're able to have that access and experience getting to know all these kind of players. I, I know that just personally myself from playing college golf, you get to know so many different kinds of people from all over the place. So I think that's amazing. One thing that not only, playing professional golf, college golf, but even if you just go and play, you know, weekend warrior that's out there and you, you, you know, you may get paired up with somebody at, you know, public golf course and you know, you, oh, yeah. you get to know that person for yeah. hours and hours on end. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. it's amazing what, what the game of golf can really do to bring people together. Oh yeah. So I, I'll have this question. It's kind of, you got to kind of picture it a little bit in your head. Um, so let's say you're standing on a tee box and you look down the fairway and there's, you know, there's water hazard left out of bounds right kind of a tighter hole just you know par four par five whatever you'd like you know what's a club that you're going to hit to make sure you get in that fairway do you have a maybe favorite club you like to hit in your bag or are you just hit and driving no matter what 
Um, I guess it would depend on the risk reward situation. So okay, yeah. um, if if it's a long haul that requires a driver, definitely mm -hmm. use it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh but if I if I use a driver and I would put in, in risk like hazard and and OV, right. um, right. then I will use a I don't know, uh, maybe a firewood or a hybrid. Firewood, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, hybrids. Uh, yeah, so I guess like it just depends on like the situation, but um, mm -hmm. if I hit, I have to hit driver, I'll do it. I, I love hitting driver. Yeah, there you it's go. one of my best, my best clubs. <laughs> there you go, and that's it's that's, that's a deadly weapon to have one of your best clubs being the driver. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, I I just like I like to ask that question because I know myself if you know if I have a shorter par four, you know. 400 or some, or, you know, maybe a little less than that or whatever. In college, I'd whip out my hybrid no matter what, because hmm. not only did it set up good for myself, plotting myself on the whole, because that's just the strength of my game, but that's my favorite club, straightest club in the bag I have. So I just mm -hmm. love asking those people to hear kind of what you, what, you know, what your favorite club is. And I love that you just hit and driver no matter, you know, if, if you need to, and that's, oh yeah. Nice Club, so. yeah yeah amazing um what's the most memorable moment you've had while you know either playing golf in competition or outside of competition is there something that you'll never forget kind of that golf's been able to bring to you well definitely right now well that mm -hmm. that happened five weeks ago uh mm -hmm. when i qualified for the open um yeah definitely it was the second day of competition because the first day what we played um i played 34 holes mm -hmm. and uh we had uh two left mm -hmm. and my caddy had to go to the airport because i mean oh, he was wow. only there for one day so he had to oh, go wow. and i was like uh -huh. okay well i need to finish this and my my dad was with me oh, and my parents oh were with awesome me. so my dad was like well i will help you out with these two last holes and pretty much yeah. the last one only and i was like okay well you're gonna have to help me out to finish the job yeah and uh, i was six under at the time wow total and uh and i remember i had a pot for birdie uh mm -hmm. that i i just pictured in my head because i couldn't finish that hole right. and i was like oh my god with the, all the adrenaline of like you know like hitting it yeah. like putting oh, for definitely. birdie and then uh -huh. they sound the horn and i was like oh my god i need to wait for tomorrow <laughs> so yeah was, seriously happening <laughs> uh -huh. so i just had it in my head i was like i was like i putted it so many times in it yeah and I <laughs> Yeah, and I made it at the next day. Oh, and, God, um, let's go! And and then the last the last hole, uh, my dad, uh, well, helped me out. And uh, I remember I played so so weird that hole. I went to the bunker, mm -hmm. then I went to, uh, to the I didn't even get to the bunker of the green. Like I was uh -huh. like on the left, and yeah. then at the end, like my dad was like, "Yeah, you can do this. Come on, we got this." So I had like a like a chip for like 35 yards or so mm -hmm. and um and i i put it like a i don't know like four feet or maybe three feet wow awesome. and uh and i was like all right well this is it you know like mm -hmm. i know that i need to make this to be right. to be to make sure that i get of course i get to the to the to the open and i remember like i was like really nervous on that accord on that, <laughs> that pot. Uh, yeah. But at the end, I was like, I breathe in and I just, I just, uh, I potted and I made it. And my dad was like super happy with me. Oh, I bet. That's and, amazing. Uh, and yeah, we're like, we're really proud of how I, how I deal with a bad situation. So yeah. Of course. That's amazing. You know, congratulations on not only being able to qualify for that, for that tournament, but everything that you've been able to do. Um, kind of heading into the last question here. 
just kind of a little more serious question. I always like to ask everybody, um, you know, who's inspired you to be the golfer slash person you are today? Hmm. I think that it's not, it's not only one person. It's mm-hmm. of being course, able yeah. to have, uh, to, to, um, to round, surround myself with a really nice circle of people that motivate me every day to right. become better. And, uh, but definitely since I was little, my dad always knew what to tell me to, mm-hmm. to make the best out of me at all, of course, and, and everywhere. So like, yeah. I feel like he gets me real well. And, of course. Uh, and at the end, uh, I feel like he's one of the, the people that made me who I am right now. Definitely. Definitely. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. That's how I feel about myself as well. And that mm-hmm. uh, that's why I love asking that question because, you know, you almost kind of give credit for, you know, for the people that are around you and the people that support you and whether that be, you know, your parents or friends or you know, your grandparents, something, but I, I, that's amazing that, you know, that your dad kind of like, like you, like you said, coming down the stretch on 18, he kind of tells, you know, here, you know, we got this, let's do this. And, you know, you come out, make a good, you know, make a great up and down par and, you know, qualify for the open. So that's, that's amazing. And I'm really glad that you're able to have that support system with uh, your family and your friends. And um, so once again, that'll wrap up this week's episode of scrambling with Donato. Ingrid, thank you so much for coming on. It was a love to have you on kind of hear your story and tell the people about you. Thank you so much for the invite. And I'm really happy to have talked with you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I wish you nothing but the best in your future endeavors, and uh, we'll so we'll be a uh, we'll be a uh, keeping a lookout on you, and we'll be uh, we'll repost anything that comes up on Instagram for about you. So, uh, oh, thank you, thank you so much yeah. for everything. Definitely. All right, have a good one, everybody. <laughs>